What's up, Sport of Business podcasters? Before we get rolling on today's episode, I'd like to put something on your radar. This August 21st through the 23rd, we'll be holding our first annual 321GO affiliate gathering in beautiful Park City, Utah. Not only will we spend the weekend learning from the brightest minds in our industry, Chris Spieler, Carl Paoli, and Hobie Darling, to name a few, but we'll also be having fun. Think aerial shows, alpine slides, hiking, and mountain biking. So if you haven't yet, head over to 321goproject.com and sign up before July 1st to receive a discount on your registration. Also, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or Stitcher, share with a friend, and leave us a five-star review. We've got some great guests coming up, and you don't want to miss out. Enjoy the show. You're listening to the Sport of Business Podcast, powered by the 321Go Project. We've talked with over 500 gym owners just like you, and every week we'll bring you the best of the best. We chat with industry experts as well as deliver advice that you can use today. For more, visit 321goproject.com. Three, two, Hello and welcome to another episode of the Sport of Business Podcast. <clears throat> Today we're doing one of our shorts, and I want to talk about something that we hear about all the time, but sometimes we see a lot of gym owners struggling with how to quantify this. Uh, what I'm talking about is value, and quite specifically, uh, looking at setting your prices and your services based off of value. Now, there's a ton of books out there that I would recommend you go check out, uh, but let's let today's podcast be kind of a starting point for you. Now, I've struggled in, uh, in talking with people going through the 321GO Project Academy. On those calls, I've been struggling with the way to frame this idea of value and providing maximum value for the cost of our services. And then the other day, I was in and I went and saw a massage therapist. And I was laying there, and, and he had a clock, a little digital clock that was sitting within eye view of the table. So I'm laying there on my back, and, I, and I'm getting a massage, and, and I had paid for an hour-long massage. Well, that hour time came, and then about 10 minutes passed, and, you know, still still going on there. And about 15 minutes passed, and he was uh, I was still receiving this massage that I had only paid for an hour, but yet we'd gotten up to about an hour and 17 minutes before he said, all right, good to go. How are you feeling? Our time's up. And for me, that really made it click for me. I, as the consumer, I wasn't looking out for his time. I was receiving a service that was a super high-quality, high-value service that I was willing to pay um, $60 for one hour to receive this service. And once we went over that time, I was still receiving additional services beyond what I paid for, but yet I wasn't saying anything. Um, and that's really how, uh, you know, and it's not that I'm necessarily a bad client. It's not that any of our clients are bad clients. Is that that's a marker that we're providing a good service for them, that they're going to receive as much of those services as possible for the amount that they pay. And it's incumbent upon us as the gym owners. It was incumbent upon this massage therapist to say, okay, time's over. You paid me for my time. I delivered a service and now this transaction is complete. So what we need to do is before going into this discussion on pricing and value, we need to understand that uh, it's not necessarily that we're trying to squeeze as much money out of our customers as possible. Uh, and additionally, that we shouldn't have an antagonistic relationship with our members and our athletes. But we do need to understand that the nature of service delivery 
is that the client always has an incentive to receive as much service per dollar uh, that, they, that they pay. And it's really incumbent upon us to demand the value of that services. And if you don't know the value of your service, you're just going off of your gut, which is not a strong indicator of pricing the service that you that you deliver. Uh, now, now Chris Cooper famously says, if you if you follow him on any any social media channels or on any message boards, um, you know, when when asking about pricing, he'll say that most gym owners are lucky to be operating at thirty three percent margins. I want that to sink in for just a little bit. The the gyms that are out there killing it, the badasses are covering thirty three percent profit margins. Uh, now that's really really low. Most gym owners are under that. If you are currently clearing more than thirty three percent margins, keep at it. That's that's awesome, uh, and we're all very proud of you. But let's just use that thirty three percent number as as uh, a launching off point for right now. So I started to think about what are some items that people pay well over those margins for without batting an eye. And the only thing that I could come up with is uh, textiles, clothing. So if you know anything about the textiles industry, it's not uncommon for uh, at the wholesale level, at the raw goods, that markup being four, five, six hundred percent by the time it gets to the consumer. So so think about that for a second. Every pair of jeans that one of your members owns, they've paid margins up to 30 times more than the margins that you're charging them for your service, and they didn't think twice about it. And I got to think, so what is it about textiles? What is it about clothing and fashion where all of the customers will knowingly pay five or six hundred percent margins on without really thinking about it they know they're being taken to the cleaners uh that yeah so they know that they're being taken to the cleaners on on textiles goods but yet they willingly pay for it so what what are these fashion brands selling these people and it really is things they're selling them a feeling they're selling them confidence they're selling them efficiency you know that our jeans will fit the same uh all the time. You can go in and you can buy these jeans with, with so much confidence behind the brand. It's a, it's a feeling of these jeans fit me well. Um, so when you think about it, when you set your value and you start to have that conversation about pricing and setting your prices, you need to understand that what you're not selling, you're not selling access to a barbell and some bumper plates. You're selling a feeling of value, a feeling of belonging, uh, a feeling of goal attainment. That's what these conversations and your brand needs to be circled around is selling is selling those things, those things that really took you from being an athlete to a box owner, and that's what the conversation needs to be around when you're selling that value to people. Uh, one thing that we go through in um, the Three Two One Go Project Academy is we talk about um, no sweat intros and bright spots with people, and that's really where you can control that conversation with your clients from the very beginning. On hey, why are you here? Why are you in my gym? Uh, what is it that I'm selling? I'm selling you, you know, efficiency and you know efficacy of this training protocol. I'm selling you a spot in this community. Those are the things that we want to be talking about when they first um, come to us. So this always gets carried around uh, uh, to discounts. 
and charging for extra services. In, in the academy, we teach um, the, the stratified model, meaning that the only fair thing for you to do for your customers is to charge them for what they want. If they want extra access to the gym, if they want extra programming, if they want individual attention, if they want specialty tracks, those are something that they need to pay for because to you as a business owner, those things have costs and you need to understand those costs and you need to value your time so that you can price them accordingly. Now, here's a a, a thought experiment that I want you to do. Just like I was talking about my experience with the massage therapist, it's important for you to understand that the value of your services to your customers is the dollar amount that they pay for it. That is the value that they've ascribed to it. So when it comes to discounts, um, let's say you give a member a 50% discount for life. Um, they, they are not going to do the mental math every month that shows a 50% discount. The value for the service that they receive is the exact dollar amount that they pay for that value. That's really important for you to understand. So you need to know that when you offer a discount for a service – That may be great. If you're bringing somebody in and you're offering them a one-time discount for something and that's the most effective method of marketing to get somebody in the door, that's fine. But you need to understand that you as the business owner is going to be the only one that feels that discount long-term. Month after month, your clients will not have the feeling that you're giving them money back in their pocket because you've discounted your goods and your services to them. They're only going to feel the outflow of money to you as the value of the service that you provide. Let that sink in just a little bit. Um, So your homework. So I always want to give you guys something tangible to take away. Uh, I want you to go through and figure out what the cost to you is to deliver an hour of your services. Uh, This is is something that – there's a free cash flow calculator actually that will be a great guide for you. If you go to 321goproject.com, there's a free resources tab. Go there and download that free cash flow calculator as a starting off point for you to understand the cost to deliver your services to the clients. Uh, those of you that are going through the 321 Go Project Academy, you have a very robust version of that cash flow calculator. And we actually go through an exercise together to where we determine your cost per class to deliver that good. And then you're able to figure out how many athletes you need in that class to break even. What this will also do is that it will help value your time. So we see you, I mean, you've seen this question asked a million times how much should I charge for this? Well, you'll never have to ask this question again if you know the value of your time and the cost that it costs you to um, deliver your your goods. So that's your homework. Go download that free cash flow calculator, and you absolutely need to know the exact dollar figure that it costs you to put on a class, to program a wad, to do to, to any any segment of your business, you should know your cost. And then with using that, you should value your time and set your prices accordingly. That way you're not making any kind of decisions from your gut or any any emotional-based decisions. And you know beyond a shadow of a doubt how much it costs you to put something on and therefore what you should charge for it. So find that, 321goproject.com. Hit up the uh, free cash flow calculator. You can search for it or find it in the free resources tab. That is your homework for this week, guys. Good luck. Take care. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the Sport of Business podcast. If you found this valuable, be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher and leave us a review. 
For more information, head over to 321goproject.com.